We're middle of the res road. We're your hosts, Morgan, Ricky, and Alyssa. We're here to share the success stories of people who took the opportunity to join the trades and how these opportunities can be achieved by anyone looking for success. Our work may be seasonal, but our stories don't have to be. Become your own success story. So can you kind of tell us how you started Wells Tech? Like what kind of gave you the idea when you first were creating it? Oh, it was about 1985, and I wanted to create uh, products for industry, but also jobs for some of our local people, especially those from the Red Lake Reservation, which we're pretty close to here. Uh, I came from that reservation, and I was aware of how much unemployment and challenges there are for families there. Uh, and the thing we really needed was training, because of uh, industry needs uh, high-skilled jobs, and uh, I wanted to provide that. So uh, that's how we got started, just me, my son, and a dream of creating jobs and something to help our people. So starting out, what did you kind of, like where did you start out? And then... When I started, uh, the only resources I had was a small garage, for two-car garage we called it, and the $1,300. So I bought an old used production machine. And, of course, the first challenge was to figure out a project or pro uh, something to offer customers. So we tried a few different things, uh, some for uh, medical and, and some for clothing. Uh, and then uh, we came across a company who needed some screws made. And uh, they needed them very quickly. And since we were just getting started, we had no projects to run. Uh, I made them for them in just a day or two. And they liked them, so that kind of got us started. And as it grew, I branched out into uh, further into, the, in our case, the Minneapolis area, uh, picked up more work. Uh, and, you know, we tried to do things quickly. We tried to be reasonably priced, keep our quality high uh, and build relationships, you know, friendly, trustworthy relationships. And so through the years, the business has grown. I used to work for the River Casino for over 10 and a half years. Um, I did very well there. My job was fix machines to... Slot tech? Yep, slot technician. Okay. I was a slot technician. I was um, one of two top technicians over there. I was a tech two. Um, they had tech ones and tech twos. Tech twos were more, more experienced. And I was only the second one. And then they brought in a third one. But um, I just had a baby. And I was missing some work. And I was, I was breast... I'm still breastfeeding. So... Um, there was a whole issue over there where uh, they weren't really treating me right. And, and long story short, they ended up firing me because I missed work a couple days because my baby got sick. You know, if you don't know anything about breastfeeding babies, breastfeeding babies, they don't get sick that often. They don't. And it was probably my baby was seven months old, and it was the first time he ever got sick. I, miss, I called in work to be home with him because you know how babies are. They just yeah. want their mom. Mm -hmm. I got fired over that. Um, I knew I wasn't happy there. I knew it for a long time because I'd cry at least once a week while I was there, and it wasn't anything situational. It was the way I was treated. I was being yeah. treated so badly that, not even lying, I would cry at least once a week while I was there just because I was so unhappy. I got fired. 
I was on Facebook. I saw that um, that Oshkimat um, Jatada was doing a, a job fair, and I was like, wow, I'm going to go to that job fair. It was in Panema, Minnesota, and I went up there, and I, my intentions were to go into construction because before the casino, I was actually in Oshkimat Jatada's program in Tarot going through um, youth build. Oh, okay. Yeah, and oh my God, that's fun. That's fun for me. Like, mm -hmm. um, machines are fun, mm -hmm. and then um, youth build was fun. Um, I did very well there, too, and I actually went to school for a little bit for that, but I, I, did, I had to quit because of childcare. Um, anyway, I came back to Oshki because they had that job fair, and then I went into Panima. I did the, I signed up, did the interview. Um, this was all the next day after I got fired. And, oh wow! Um, yeah, you took no breaks. You no break. Like, no. I gotta get back in. <laughs> this was, yeah, this was next day after I got fired. I was up at a job fair in Panema, and I, um, I was looking at all the flyers, and I there was only one that was sitting there that said that it's a paid. It's paid. That's all mm -hmm. I saw, you know, because I need to get back into work. I have yeah. my family to take care of. I, I signed up for only the CNC program. I like I originally went there for the construction, but it wasn't paying. It wasn't a longer program that I could know that would help support my family. So um, I did that. They said, we want you back next week for interviews. And I went for my interview. And they, in that interview, they said, we want you in the program. I know for sure we want you in the program. Oh, it's so cool. Mm -hmm. It was. It just made me feel so good. And what made me feel so good about it was because for years before I got fired, I sat and I was thinking about quitting because I didn't want to mm -hmm. work there anymore. I knew yeah. I was sad. Even before my baby, I knew I was sad. Um, after I quit, it was so scary because I didn't know I could be anything better than the casino mm -hmm. or even do good anywhere other than the casino because I never moved up the ranks at the casino. I never went into management because I knew I liked my job and I didn't want to have extra stress added on to like taking care of people. So I just stayed where I was good at. Yep. And I, you know, excelled in that field. And it's a it's a paycheck. Yeah. I, I also was a casino yeah. worker and for tech, ten and a half know, years. Slots is where the money is too. You know, that's where you get your tips and that and blackjack. So I knew I had a good job and I knew I couldn't just let go because I was good at it. You know, I was one of the better ones. I was tech too. So um, I was really scared. And then I came here and it's just been great. Like, the, yeah, the environment here just on a tour great. is great. I'm coming from so much trauma at the casino. Mm -hmm. Like I had to lay out my life for them to get, for it to be okay for me to miss work for my kid, yeah. for yeah. anything. Mm -hmm. My mom got sick. Um, I told him I had to be there. She got flown out. My supervisor was like, call the hospital, make sure her mom is in there. Make sure her mom got, you know, oh make sure God. she's there. Oh my gosh. I came from so much trauma and then come here and then I was trying to like <laughs> explain the first time I had to miss work here. I was trying to explain to them and I was like, this is happening. This is happening. Jane was like, it's okay. Yeah. I'll see you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I was just like. It's a relief. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have no idea how mm -hmm. happy how long it you, has been. How long have you been here? April. It, um, no, May 9th was be the first time I was started working Red Bee. 
Um, April 26th was the day I got fired. The 27th was the thing. May 9th came and no, May 9th was the interview day and that's the day I got hired and I was, I think I was only out of work for like two and a half weeks. Wow. Um, yeah. Good for you. Well, you seem like a fighter. It, yeah. Yeah. And I'm doing so well here too. Like my old job ties in to where machining helps. Um, when I was in construction, we we learned about blueprints then, so mm -hmm. that helped. So this whole place has just been so good for me. Like, so good for me. Like, I'm happier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm a lot happier. I don't stress so much. No more working nights. Yeah, <laughs> all, all the holidays, no. all the weekends, and then even, like, trying to make all your holiday pays, like, because you had to be there on time, day before, day of, day after. Yep. yep. Mm -hmm. And... And then even if you worked and you missed, you you're just a little late because of the snow. They don't care. They don't care. Mm -mm. You're still there on the weekend working those hours, but you're not getting paid for that day that you have to take away from your family. You know. Yep. Yeah. It's just an eye opener. And my cousin told me years ago that I need to get out of there and I need to find a different job through a, through the reservation. And I didn't believe that I was good enough. And I really wish I did believe in myself. Mm -hmm. Since coming here, I believe more in myself. Machining is fun. Machining the parts is fun and doing all the numbers and the math. And I love learning. I really do. So um, that part's fun. But what I really like to do is I like to get in there. I like to um, take the, uh, you know, change parts, figure out why something is not working right. I like all that stuff. So And that's good for me because it's helping me excel here so, mm -hmm. so well, you know. They don't really have to do, they show me once, twice, maybe, and I've got it. So I feel like I'm an asset to the company and they make sure that I know that. So, uh, my name is Logan. I'm from Leechuk Nation. I'm from the Northern Pike Clan and I'm from. I guess I work at Wells Technology. <laughs> I guess um, I'm a trainer here at Wells Technology for the Wells Academy. Um, I help uh, when students finish in Red Bay learning their courses and their introductory courses for our CNC machining program. Um, they come down here to our main facility and then I help them like, get comfortable and adapt and adjust and do the learning curve into the main facility. How long have you been doing that? Um, about two years now. I think I'm going on to about three years here at the academy, uh, being involved with the academy and employed at Wells. Oh, wow. oh cool. Did, go ahead. Sorry, did you go through the academy yourself? Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to find a off-season job for construction. Um, I have my own original plans and stuff like that and my own individual stuff going on. And I just wanted to do a construction field to get money and you know get income and capital. And I realized that there's a downtime in the construction season that's very wintry, very awesome. Yep. And I just don't do good with idle time, like off time and idle time. I'm sure other people <laughs> can relate to Gotta that. Gotta stay busy. Yeah, other people can probably relate to that. You know, I just get into trouble and stuff like that. I have to keep myself constantly on something. Otherwise, like, downtime is just the downfall of a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Right. And I remember Wells Technology was a full-time year-round job that offered um, training. And... I just came and applied for them for just to be an off season and alternate, but I just like the academy and what they're doing so much that um, I just decided to want to be involved in the academy and just keep helping out wherever I could. So, how did you hear about the academy? Um, 
mostly through word of mouth. Um, if I'm being honest with you, I heard about it through some connections to the grapevine. Mm-hmm. Um, my family does some work for tribal sovereignty and um, other stuff like that, helping tribes um, recognize more of their sovereignty. And so this is something that uh, I was kind of familiar with. I didn't know exactly what they did, but I did know it was a business that was a trade. And at that time, mm-hmm. I was looking to get into the trades because I was looking to get way out of casino work and get distance myself from that. What did you do at the casino? I was in the kitchens my last go around. My last, my last, my last go yeah, my last run through, I was in the kitchens. Um, that phrase alone probably just summing up, yeah, I was yeah. familiar with the casino jobs and casino market and stuff like that. And it sounds like that's a reoccurring theme is like casinos plateaued on like everything, yeah. including like employment wise. Yeah. And so that's what I wanted to get out of too. You, you can only do so much to be sub supervisor or whatever. And then. I just wanted to get out of that. So construction trades led me into that. And then the trades business led me into Wells Technology and then Wells Academy. Very cool. So what have you, what's your opinion on it after two years? Um, it's definitely really good. It is a huge, huge benefit to the community around us. Um, being that Bemidji is in between three reservations. But being between three reservations, you would think you'd see more native workforces within the community in Bemidji in some way other than just fast foods and whatever you can get in entry-level jobs. And so I think something like this to help these tribes around us, White Earth Nation, Red Earth Nation, and Leech Nation, just to have something like that around us is something that um, is beneficial not only just this community, but just because it can be replicated and it can be seen in other communities. Mm-hmm. Um, I think on our last time we visited, I mentioned that almost every town and almost every reservation has a town somewhere around it that's like 30, 40 mm-hmm. miles out of the way mm-hmm. where everyone goes to shop and go get jobs that aren't casino or government work. Yep. Do you guys do any outreach to Native people or reservations, or how do you get Native people involved? From my position, I'm not too sure on how all that uh, all that works. I do know that we go to different... or. Andy and other people go to high schools and go to the high schools in the area. Um, and as far as res- uh, other reservations, I don't think uh, just res as far as that we've gone. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I do know that, like, tarot, well, we do talk with other tarots in different programs and different tribes, and I think just through other tribal works that tarot works with, we kind of interchange, I, I believe. So what is your favorite part about working at Wells Technology? Um, I like just the satisfaction of it, honestly. Like, every day is kind of a mental, if not, like, kind of a physical kind of thing. Um, most people, they can go out and... I try and instill this on my younger brothers, but they're starting to work now. And one of the things I like most about Wells Technology and the trade industry in general is just that I tell them that, yeah, you can go have, like, a couple beers after work or you can go, like, smoke or whatever. You can do your thing after work and you can get that feeling that like oh my god the day's done and now I'm, yeah. I'm chill now you can do that but like you can get the same feeling or even the better feeling off of looking at a hard day's work and feeling satisfied yeah. with it like literally looking there at what you did for the day and taking your breath and just, I did that yeah just like, like I, I built this yeah mm-hmm. that that was me today. Or like figuring out like uh, there's a lot of geometry and some trigonometry and some equations that we run here to figure Ooh. out our measurement. Yeah, so even just going through that and learning a little bit of that at the end of the day, just the mind workout of just being like, 
I never thought I'd use that. Like I never right. thought, even just that by itself, you didn't build nothing all day with yeah. your hands. But even mentally, you're still getting that. That's just like even more of like a a buzz or euphoria. I'm not too sure how to describe it. Like from, uh, I'm never gonna learn this, or I'm never gonna use this after high school. Yeah, that, yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What would you say to someone who's looking or like skeptical of like signing up or checking things out? Would you say to someone? Um, just hold your breath and go for it. It's like jumping into cold water. You run up to it and you keep psyching yourself out at that last minute. And you, just before you jump, you hold your breath and you freeze and you back out and you stumble and you fall or you whatever. Just hold your breath and just go for it. And that cold water is going to hit you, but it'll, you'll, you know how to swim. You'll sink or swim. You'll figure mm-hmm. it out. And if you do sink, just get back to shore and try it again. How many, how many years have you guys been in business? Uh, about 33 years now. So uh, we've been around for a few years, but uh, we're still learning every day. We're gaining new experiences, and it keeps getting, I think, better for the customers. And uh, back around 2005, we started really putting a focus on humanity and giving back to community and uh, investing in the people, particularly in terms of education, uh, skill training, so that folks who uh, have been challenged could have jobs and get employment. Can, can you share a little bit more about the school that we are going to go visit today? Yeah, we found out that uh, to do this humanity effort uh, and to create the training, we really needed to create our own school because the public schools were doing their thing, but uh, our business was unique and uh, it was very capital intensive. In other words, expensive machines were required that schools couldn't afford, but we already had them. So uh, we said, let's go ahead and try and train people right here. So we started the school here called Wells Academy, and um, we didn't have a teacher, but we had our normal production people help with the training. Uh, And through the years, uh, some of them became very good at it, and now we've had a couple of them become instructors. Uh, So they showed an interest that they had capability, and it just worked out really well for us. Awesome. About how many students do you have? Uh, over the years, we've trained about 97 so far. Currently, we have about five uh, that are in process of being trained, and this is about a one-year-long program. It starts out with a six-month introduction, and then we have a one-year apprenticeship, and then they're full-time uh, employees. But they're paid this all the time during their training. It's just a different uh, classification. Is it every day? Every day? Every day. What's for eight hours a day, yep. It's okay. like a regular job. The training is, uh, and once again, even when they're students, they're paid. Uh, it starts out at, you know, at the current uh, $15 an hour, which nowadays is uh, almost like minimum wage. But then it keeps advancing. And uh, by the time they're done with their uh, introduction and year of apprenticeship, uh, they should be up in that $20 range. And then from there, depending on their individual ability, it just goes up from there. Uh, so, um, you know, we have some making very good wages here. Do you do you cater to mostly Native Americans, or can anybody go to your academy? The academy itself is set up for Native Americans because it's it's a nonprofit uh, school, and it's funded with the grants that are um, earmarked for Native American job training. So we 
Also, they'll offer apprenticeships to non-native young people, particularly, uh, who want to learn the skill of CNC machining. When can your students, when can they start the academy? Can they start out of high school, or do they have to be 18? Uh, if they are in school currently enrolled, uh, we could start them part-time uh, a few hours a day, but they must stay enrolled in high school. Okay. But if they are 18, then, then you know, if they've dropped out, for example, they could start with us full-time as a student. Um, so it depends on, the main thing here is I don't want to encourage them to drop out of school so they can work with us. It should be the other way around. Mm -hmm. They should stay in high school and they can work with us a little bit part-time. Yep. But when they're done with high school, then they can work with us in a training program full-time when they're done with high school and graduated. If they haven't graduated and they become 18, we still want them to get a GED, and we have programs to help them acquire that GED, because I know that's important in their life. So uh, that's still one of our goals, is one way or the other, get them a high school diploma yep. or a GED. Hi, my name is James King. Uh, I'm from Red Lake, Minnesota. I am an enrolled Red Lake band member. I am the instructor here at Wells Academy. Um, I've been with Andy Wells and Wells Technology for over six years. Um, they asked me to do to be the instructor here, and I said yes, I would, because when I were down at Wells, we'd get a new employee. I would do the same thing down there, but now we moved it up here, so now I'm up here teaching these guys how to do this stuff. So, how many classes have you done? Uh, this is my third class now. Um, the first two classes were a pretty good success. Um, as each class progresses, um, we're doing more and more. So they are learning a little bit more than the first two classes, but as we keep going, classes right. will... As you learn more. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. So, How long is a class usually? Uh, the classes usually last up here at the academy for six months. Okay. It's a thousand hours. Um, after that, they will go to Wells Technology in Bemidji and finish their 2,000 hours down there. What, what, type of, what type of things do they learn here at during uh, the six months? Here at the Wells Academy, they learn how to, how to the basics on running the CNC machines. That's computer numeric controls. Uh, I give them the basics on how to run these machines. I give them the basics on how to work the micrometers and the measuring tools that we need all the inspection tools that we have. Do they, do uh, your students get paid while they're doing the class? Yes, there is, this is paid training. And once they get to Wells Academy, or Wells Technology in Bemidji, they will also get paid down there. That's awesome. That's very cool. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Helpful. And you said you've been doing this for six years? Yes, I've been with Wells Technology for six years. We just started this class up here last November. So almost a year into it up here. Cool. Um, did you, what did you do before this? Uh, before I came to Wells yep. Technology, I was in the casino business. I uh, worked surveillance. I worked security. I worked uh, slot attendant. Uh, just wasn't going anywhere with security. I mean, the casino life. 
Yeah. So I decided to venture out and find something else. Since I've been with Wells Technology, um, everything has improved for me. So for other, our listeners out there who are thinking maybe this is something that they want to do, they don't have to have any prior experience, you would teach them everything, right? Yes, that's right. You don't need no experience when you come through the Wells Academy. Um, I will give you all the experience you need on powering these machines up and running parts. Can you explain why you believe it's important that you're native yourself and we're you're teaching other Native Americans here on a reservation why it's important to learn these skills or why it's close to your heart or a special spot for it? Yes, um, so I like to do this. I like to teach these guys this, and I feel that it's more comfortable for them, for me to teach them, other than bringing somebody from the outside where they won't feel as comfortable working with them. And with me being a Native, just as they are, and it just so much easier for them to to understand like, to relate yes yeah, faster to relate. connection understanding yes yeah so. my name is Robert Mishan I come from the Red Lake Indian Reservation how it began with Wells was I started off in the welding program in at the Oshkimata here in the same building but not in this building but next door of the building I started from there and I just kind of got connected with Andy he said he had an opening for a job, so I went and filled out an application. And, and there was two guys ahead of me, and they didn't show up, so he hired me because I showed up on time and the time he wanted me to be there. So I did it, and I've been there ever since. And he got me into mechatronics, electrical work, so I know how to do other, other jobs, like wiring these up, I can do that. Like on his job site, you know, all the solar panels he done, I wired them all. Oh, really? One of them. I did all the pad work, and there's a lot of different variables that I learned being there, and I wanted to try the CNC because I've been there so so long that I've seen other people working, and I said, I want to try that, and I want to try something else so mm-hmm. I can teach my kid how to do this, you know, and carry on and carry on to the next generation because there's... Not very many Native Americans in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd like to see that number change, so, you know. That's like true. The, you know, like these younger ones that are coming up, you know. Eventually, you know, other people are going to see it and they would like to do it. Because there's, you know, there's a lot of different things when you're working with it. You learn, you know, and what you make is out there. And, you, you know, you're, you're proud of that because you're making something for, you know, for different companies, meeting other people. You know, that's exciting, you know, when you meet other people with this same goal. And it's time for us to teach others. And that's why I'm here, because I want to teach, become the next guy up to teach these young fellows how to work, you know, teach these what, what I'm learning today and day before, learning all this stuff and it's, it's very, could be, it was hard at first, but, but eventually you will grow into it to learn it. Then you could just do it yourself. Because like I said, there ain't very much Native Americans into this, you know, and it's best that, like James, he's teaching us, and eventually we're going to grow 
it's going to grow, but we just got to keep working on it. So you did all the wiring over at Wells Academy. What's what's your impressions for working with Andy Wells? With my impression? Well, it's given me the tools to learn and take care of my family because, you know, that's the first thing is, you know, you take care of your family, you know, because you're the head head household, you know. You, you want to show your son that you're, you know, you can do these things and teach him the right way, you know, so when he's well grown up, he can learn to do, you know, machining, whatever he wants to do, you know. And that's where I come in, because I want to teach them that. We've been, you showed us around so far at your tour, and I think we all would say the atmosphere here is so great. How did you guys, did that just come natural to you guys, or what made you guys? Uh, well, I think, I suppose it does come natural. It's a good <laughs> question, because I am Native American, and, uh, you know, I care about my other Native brothers and sisters, and uh, I especially care about the young people because I know in my life uh, how difficult it's been to, uh, to get a chance to learn and, and to have opportunities. Sometimes you just don't get that. And so uh, I wanted to offer that back to our Native people. Uh, it's my way at my age of giving back. A lot of people have helped me. Now, every day, all the folks that come here for training and for employment help me because I couldn't do any of this without them. I mean, it's all of us together. It's like a team and uh, everybody has their, has their place. And, uh, and so that's how we grow. But our way of giving back is through tra training, which will lead to employment. I feel like the way you talk about like your students and your employees, I feel like um, it's more, it feels more family oriented. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, I always, uh, I, I love family, my family, but I, these people are my family, too. Mm -hmm. All of our employees, uh, and uh, I particularly um, have a soft spot in my heart for our Native people because uh, I'm closer by blood connection to the, to the Native people. Mm -hmm. But uh, I grew up in that community, too, on the reservation. My home is still there. I still have my, my small farm there. Uh, so I want to... Be sure I do my part and give back to uh, the people from who I consider a part of my family. One more question. I know you've already told us um, about your snowmobile out there, Little Andy. Can you tell our listeners just a little bit about the... Well, when I was 18, I came, I was on the reservation and my, my uh, dad said that I should try to see about getting a job uh, and, you know, learning something that would lead to a career. And we had a company called Polaris that was, uh, you know, about an hour and a half away. Uh, going to them then and talking to their uh, leaders, they only had about 300 employees at the time. Um, they agreed to hire me and just kind of doing general work. Uh, but after a few weeks, uh, I asked if I could work at night. I had an idea. I wanted to change the design of the snowmobile. Uh, back then, the engines were in the back, and the track was all steel, and it was a heavy machine. And uh, I showed him my idea of making a small machine with a fast two-cycle engine and a rubber track. And uh, first, they were kind of curious and a little bit doubtful, but uh, they finally agreed that at night I could work uh, on my own and build this kind of a machine, see if it would go. So after about three months, I had the machine built, and. Uh, they were surprised. It was fast. It was fun. 
Uh, but uh, some of the young boys wanted to test it, and uh, that was kind of a, both a blessing and a curse because they started going over snowbanks fast, and when it came down on the other side, it would smash and eventually broke. Uh, so I built it again, built a new one, made it stronger, and, and that one, uh, a couple months later, went into production. We made 3,000 of them. The name on them is a little different than what you normally hear. Nowadays, in snowmobiles, you hear Mustang and Colt and Thundercat, you know, on fairly rugged, uh, substantial names, but the name of the snowmobile I designed was called Little Andy, L-I-L, -L Andy. Uh, and the reason they picked that name is because I was probably one of the smaller uh, young men there in size, uh, and uh, they just seemed to think it fit. I got along good with them, <laughs> we had good relationships. Uh, and so the Little Andy snowmobile, uh, you know, existed, and uh, we had about, uh, I guess, uh, maybe 50 years of good running time on them. Uh, the one I have in my office ran for 52 years, oh, wow. uh, and now there are some clubs uh, on these uh, snowmobile days where they bring in the old antique ones. Uh, there'll be a small club of four or five people who have these little snowmobiles, and uh, they bring them and start them up, and we drive them around. Uh, but it's a lot of fun, and it was a start. I think for me what happened was uh, the head guy, the president, uh, he said he appreciated what I did, but he said he wanted to give me some advice. He says, go back to school. He said he wished he had gone to more school. And he said, your future is going to be a lot different than what you think. It's going to be technical. It's going to be uh, require education and training. And he says, go back to school. You're young yet. And so I did that. And, uh, and I'm glad I did. It was good advice. Uh, because today's world, uh, you know, it really uh, is helpful if you can have an education, um, you know, whether it's, you know, a complete high school or, or vocational or career or military or university, whatever it is, uh, I advise young people to get, get as much education as you can, uh, and then uh, it'll help you in your employment and in your life. So my my last question would be, you know, you've you've worked hard, you've built a very successful business and you know, want you built the academy and you want to give back to the native community. What what motivates you to do that? Oh, I I enjoy uh, training and teaching people. I always have uh, and helping people. And um, when I see folks that really have a lot of potential, you know, and especially native folks that uh, maybe uh, need more than skills, they need some confidence building too. Uh, when I see the potential in them that they maybe don't even see themselves, uh, but when I see it, I want to help them develop it. And sometimes, uh, you know, we, they just need a, a road, a pathway. So we have the ability to provide that. And I think a lot of other businesses do too. Uh, in the past, you know, they kind of depended on public school to provide the education and business would provide the jobs. But it really is a, a, is a it's kind of a partnership where they work together. And uh, I think that's the most successful pathway for our young people. Uh, but they do need to uh, have training today. Most jobs are very uh, technical and skill-oriented. And even if it's just, uh, you know, like in sales, you've got to have personality development. And that takes training, too. So uh, education and training are really important to uh, the foundation of a young person having a successful life.
Awesome. All right. Well, I think that's all I have. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much yeah, for showing us you. your business and and sharing your story. Yeah, we're grateful to be here. Showing cool. us what you built. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's awesome. Well, it's an honor to have you folks here. Um, you know, we really appreciate what you folks do. And you, you have so many positive messages uh, out there uh, among your audiences. And uh, I'm, I'm just honored that you would come here and ask hey, us hi, uh, these hi, questions and to be part of our training. Hi, 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 hi.